I'm a little bit nervous. You know, I've been in love with our next guest for well, many, many years. Well, I told you, we should have had her as the headline act, the first guest, then we like wouldn't be in trouble. Be told off. She's, she's actually slagged us on social media, I believe. Claire Lindop, <laughs> one of my favourites, joins us now. What have we done wrong, Claire Bear? <laughs> Uh, well, you, um, I just had a chat to Ben uh, off, the, off the air and he says, what happened? I said, we wrote the good, the bad and the ugly on the third guest. What does that mean? Oh, <laughs> no, we couldn't work it out. Roots read out your tweet. He's misrepresented you. He said I you thought <laughs> you meant... You didn't like being the third Oh, I guest. need to be first. Oh, God, no. First, I yes. I'm I can assure you, uh, Claire, that <laughs> you are the good, even though you can be a little bit naughty at times. Uh, Claire. <laughs> Never ugly. No. Never ugly. Yeah, exactly. No, you are beautiful inside and out. And you're also the first Australian female. You must get tired of hearing this. Maybe you don't. No, God, no. Keep saying it. Ever ride in the Melbourne Cup. 20 years later. I know. um, The anniversary of the first one I got to ride in. So, yeah, dream come true. And it is the race, um, you know, that everyone involved in racing wants to be a part of. And honestly, it changed my career overnight. Getting that opportunity back in 2003, um, riding for Leon McDonald and the beautiful owners of Devon. Yep. Um, you know, she just squeaked into the field, but I, to be part of the race, you know, I went from being a battling Aussie, uh, Adelaide jockey to getting opportunities in big races, and my career went on from there, and it did change my life overnight for Great sure. Story. Well, I, I, think, story. I think riding the Victorian Derby winner in 2008 on the 100 to 1 outside of Rebel Raider, who's gone on to be a pretty good sire as well. That helped your career. Yeah, you're right. That, that's probably the most prestigious win and I guess the one I'm the most re- recognised for. But I still, like if I look back at my own personal career, changed being part of the Melbourne Cup. So I guess, um, yeah, I, you know, like you said, I keep on trying to, um, you know, crowd my way back into the Melbourne Cup carnival just because, you know, I did ride my race, everyone. But, you know, that's that's the great part about this sport and the way it evolves. Um, you know, we all often talk about, you've, I've spoken to you guys before about yeah. females competing with the guys in our support yeah. and, and like how it should just be. Um, we're just jockeys, doesn't matter about your gender. And I love that now. There's three girls riding the race tomorrow and it's not really mm. a headline news at all. And, mm, nice. and we do have Holly Doyle riding in the race tomorrow. So she um, is the first international female jockey to ride in the race. And um, she's a credit to herself, Holly. She's a champion. Uh, English jockey. She's ridden eight group one. She's ridden in Japan. She's ridden in Hong Kong. And to have her riding the Melbourne Cup, I think, is a great coup as well. And we'll get to her shortly. She's on one of the Ma Eustace horses, Future History, which has got a bit of a chance. And then you've got Rachel King that's on military mission and uh, Jamie Carr on more felons. Let's just go back uh, to you, though, your first, your first ride, though. Um, you said you're on Debden. You had three rides in the Cup. Uh, take us through the other two. In 2007, I got to ride um, for Terry and Karina O'Sullivan and trained at a stall. Um, and that was Dolphin Joe, and he ran fifth. So that was to salute the judge in the Melbourne Cup is, is incredible. Yep. Um, and then 2008, as you mentioned, that was um, the amazing year where I won the Derby on the Saturday. And then I was booked by Bart Cummings to ride Moa Ties in mm. the Melbourne Cup. And on the day that Moa Ties won what we now know is known as Crawley Archer, so the horse that won the Archer on Saturday, mm. um, Calipore is now yes. made it jump into the field. So Moa Ties did that, and um, they're actually quite often good chances. He ran six, so mm. I'd be putting Calipore number 23 in as a little bit of a roughing into your multiples as well. And um, yeah, But to ride for the Master Bart Cummings in 2008... Um, it was he actually won the race with Viewed. That was the year he won with Viewed. Yeah. So I will say that I claim now I was part of the team on the day. Well so, well, Bart, yeah. Bart was a man of yeah. few words. Uh, what was he like, and what were the instructions prior to the race? 
Well, I actually rode, I was fortunate enough to ride a little bit for Bart um, over my career and he was very good friends of Leo McDonald and had that mm. South Australian connection and I think he always respected that. And, you know, when you talk about being modern in our sport and changing with the, with the um, mm. you know, with the modern way, he was one of the first trainers to put on females. I mean, he gave Michelle Payne her first group one win as well yeah. um, and he put them on without, a, you know, without any qualms straight away as well and um, that, that was great to get a chance to ride for him. Um, and obviously he did have a lightweight, so it helped that I was a lightweight jockey. Um, but he pulled me aside um, in the mounting yard and he just said, come sit down over here next to me and have a little chat to me. Huh. Um, yeah, and just went through the race, just like, you know, the traditional, um, I guess, you know, he had this saying, you know, like, um, you know, there's no sheep stations involved, meaning that he's not backing, you know, that old sort of saying, yeah. um, the old country saying that he's not, not, he's not backing the sheep station on it, so don't worry about it, like just get out there and do your job. And that was a really nice little little, little um, segue, yeah. Uh, Michelle's, I can, I can visualise it, Michelle's first Group 1 winner, was it a 1,600-metre race? Yeah, it was a Turek, was it? Yeah, at, I'm trying Caulfield. to think of the horse, I, I can't. I think it's the same, too. I think yeah. they're going to challenge me this one. No, we'll, we'll um, find out. Okay, Claire, in sport yeah. we talk about there are events and there are events. You can go through an AFL season, but when you get to the grand final, it's a game that's different to every other one, even though there's no rule changes, et cetera, et cetera. You can do the same with cricket, World Cup final. What's it like as a jockey when you've been riding for a long time, but it's the Melbourne Cup? The pressure, yeah. So if you do talk about pressure lifting up that extra notch, um, you know, you did see on Saturday as well, both Derby Day, I mean, Derby Day here at Melbourne is fantastic, but then you mm. also had the day at Sydney as well, and you saw the pressure that was on in the Golden Eagle, and, um, you know, I'm not sure if listeners watched it, but there was a bit of a roughhouse race there with a few horses getting interfered yeah. with, and it certainly does happen more in these big races. Um, jockeys are taking runs and pushing for runs, um, you know, that sometimes if it's not the grand final, you might not be pushing that extra harder. Mm. Um, so it certainly does, you have to bring your A game. I mean, like I said, sitting in that barrier, yeah. 24 horses across the field. Um, you've got that huge run down the Flemington straight in front of the crowd, but it is a dash. Well, it, you know, you're trying to run 1,300 metres, so you need your horses to relax. But when you when the, when the starter hits the button, you're sitting in the barriers, the system study out there, all clear, and those horses just fly and thunder out. I mean, horses too, they're excited. They can feel the atmosphere. They're, so, they're bred to want to be in the front of the pack. This yeah. is their you know, com- competitive streak coming out. And you have to, your job as a jockey is to, like, slow down, get yeah. your rhythm, yeah. come on, mate, breathe nicely, get yeah. into your spot, as well as making sure you're kicking up and not letting someone that wide cross you too tight. So, um, yeah, you've got to bring your A-grade game so, for sure. And um, Absolutely. So yeah. the horses... Which horse have you seen over the years that you say, this horse knows the occasion and loves it? You do get that. You really do. I mean, famously, Gunsind. I mean, that's before yeah. my time, but he used to wait for the crowd to applause him before he actually wow. went out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stand still and wait for it. But you do get those horses who do lift in race day. Um, absolutely. Like sometimes you hear them, how people say, oh, it doesn't really work that well, track work, but bring that aid at the A game to the race. Wow. Um, Saley was one of them. I think he was a, a performer, race day performer. Yeah. Um, for me, riding horses. Um, well, Rebel Raid obviously um, was a race day performer as well, but mm. I did ride a little filly called Augusta Proud. Um, I'm not sure if you remember her. She, um, you know, she won about six races in a row as a two-year-old, um, and she was a good track work rider. But she would just get to the races and like she used to fly the barriers and just love it. Like she okay. just she didn't really leave me behind. She'd be that fast out of the gate. So you do get those horses that do step up and enjoy the enjoy the um, the crowd and the, the the attention. 
Tell you what, we're going down memory lane here. You mentioning Gun Sin, better, better known as the Gundawindi Grey. And our memory is treating us well. Yep. It was a 1,600-metre race, and it was the uh, Turak Handicap where Michelle Payne won her first Group 1, and it was on the Bart Cummings train, LA Wonder. That's and right, I LA Wonder. It flew I home, yeah, had a, yep. had a big finish. All right, what about tomorrow? You've mentioned that the, you've got three girls there that are riding in, Rachel King, Jamie Carr, and Holly Doyle. What are your selections, uh, your 3 two, Look, one. I'm going with Gold Trip. Sorry to talk yep. over you then. Gold trip. I mean, I really want to see him go back to back. Um, he does have 58 and a half, which is, you know, traditionally a lot of weight now when you see there's a handicap. And that's why it makes it so amazing for some of those lightweight horses to, you know, to get in and, and ride a sneaky race as a jockey. You can get away with going quickly in the early sections to try and beat the horse carrying the most weight. But look, for more reports, Kira Mara and David Eustace, they are Australia's leading trainers. By a long way, James McDonald is a great rider, um, so I'd love to see him go back to back. He's drawn perfectly for it. Without a fight is the obvious one. You know, Mark Zara's chosen to stick with without a fight, winning the Caulfield Cup on him and, and going into the Melbourne Cup is the obvious one to include. Um, and everyone t- is talking up, of course, Boban, which is the favourite. Willie Mullins trained Ryan Moore on board. Um, so everyone is talking up that. So I really probably can't look much more outside those three. But if I'm doing the Bart Cummings formula, we are looking at horses that have had the, the miles in their legs and getting ready for these races. Um, you probably have to include number 10, Cleveland, um, mm. Michael D. And Barry 23 has actually had a few wins from um, that barrier before. Um and then there's another one down the bottom, which is um, Military Mission and um, the one that uh, was it Interpretation. That also has um, the, the formula of the, um, uh, the, you know, the good kilometres in their legs. Um, you know, and when you start going through, you can make cases of quite a few of them. Soul come. Um, they've changed, the, they've taken the blinkers off this horse to try and get it to, to jump. And they've got Jaya Marrera on them. But, you know, a bit of a magic, magic man there. See mm. if you can help this horse leave the gates and be part of the field. Um, Dow and Declare has won the race before and he's probably never been, uh, he's probably the best form of his career again. Um, and Lashtoka, I think it was Craig Williams' ride. Yeah, first is, up. Um, yeah, so she's a, a, like a quite a small horse. Oh, he's quite a small horse, thank you, pardon. Um, and uh, yeah, only like 406 kilos. So um, yeah, which is quite interesting. So you never know. Um, but yeah, you can't have them all. So I guess for me, I'm a number one gold trip. From um, three and five. Gee, you picked about eight there and you didn't pick any of my, <laughs> of my first three, Claire. I tell you, I'm going wide. I'm staying away from the favourites. That's why I love yep. the Melbourne Cup. Hey, we really appreciate your time. Uh, where will you be watching it tomorrow? Uh, I'm lucky enough to be speaking at Adelaide Oval um, at the Angela Condon um, Unite for Kids charity luncheon yep. there. Sorry, I'm looking forward to being there. Oh, yep. well, I hope you enjoy it. I hope oh, it good. goes well. I'll be down the track doing a show for the Romeo Retail Group and IGA, Roach. And Foodland, it's going to be good. Hey, Claire, really appreciate your time. Hope it brought back a lot of great memories and uh, enjoy the day tomorrow. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you having me on and um, yeah, wish everyone good luck. Thank you, Claire. Thank you, Claire. I'll give my tips later, Rich, because okay. sometimes it helps. People ignore them. It gives okay. you a better chance. You right. can put a line through the ones okay. that I pick. I've right. gone a little bit wide.